Welcome back to another episode of Minds Collide Pod. We are here with episode 10, the final episode in our season 1. What makes this season 1? We don't really know, but we're just calling it season 1's end. 10 episodes makes it season 1, man. It's there we go. special. There we go. <laughs> Same as Game of Thrones. Yeah, man. There we go. So we're excited to, to get this season wrapped up. We're going to talk a little bit about what season 2's got coming ahead. And... Uh, we're going to get this episode rolling right away. We're going to talk about our Cops of the Week. Cop of the Week. Drew, wait, wait, what'd you buy like this week? A, we need like an intro for this. Like I know. A little, a little maybe week. jingle. Do, 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 do. Maybe that'll be season two. Maybe season we'll work two. On, we'll work on that. Yeah. We'll get in the studio. Yeah. Uh, what have I copped? I'm trying to cop a house. That's, that's no, what the what, main what goal. What did you cop? I haven't copped anything this week. If, if I check my credit card statements, I got nothing. <laughs> and I think... I think you also said to me like an hour ago that you weren't buying a house for like a year and a half yet. Yeah, but like it's a long-term purchase. Like when you got to think about a purchase, you know, for however many dollars it is, like. So that could realistically be like your cop of the week for like the next year. Like I'm set. I don't got to think of another <laughs> cop of the week. <laughs> no, come on. Um, what are you going to buy on Black Friday? I'm buying an iPhone. Okay. 10S. Nice. Walmart. $300 gift card, Thanksgiving Day. Don't talk to many people. Come on, because I'm not trying to... Listen, like 12 <laughs> people listen to the pod. <laughs> Do you get, is it $300 only for the XS, or is it other... There's other deals. So if you get an 8, you get a $200 gift card. If you get... You can get a iPhone 6S for $220 from Walmart. Hmm. It's a like, buy it outright for $220. Should buy that and resell. Yeah. Probably be pretty lit, to be honest. Um... And I think like Best Buy has like the same thing. It's like a two hundred and fifty dollar gift card. Target has a two hundred dollar gift card. For yeah, they always do those promos. So you're never gonna get like a discount actually on an Apple product, but uh, gift card pretty much is you know just as good. And I'm gonna resell the gift card you know online. There's websites where you can resell the gift card. So that's the plan for Black Friday. I also want to get the AirPods. Um, Drew, you're talking my language. They got I love another. It. They got a special run there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's the plan. Nice. How much do the AirPods come down to? I think it's one thirty-five. I think it's thirty bucks off. It's not bad. If you ever, I can still send you that eBay yeah. link in case. Like I said, because when I got mine, the it wasn't open. Yeah. Like so. You know what else? Here, I got something for cop of the week. I've been buying gifts. You know, Black Friday or Christmas, Christmas gifts is coming up. Good for you. So like parents, I hope my mom. I can't tell you. My mom <laughs> listens to the pod, so I can't say what I got my mom. <laughs> I got my mom's gift. I'm getting my dad like a twenty-three and me. Thing Man, you just ruined the gift. Well, I don't think he listens. I told my mom. <laughs> already, so. um, That's dope, dude. My parents loved yeah, it. I think it'll be really cool. And they have like a special, I think it's only like 60 bucks. Yeah, it's right pretty now good. On Amazon. Usually so they're like, what, 130? Bucks, something like that, yeah. yeah. So, been getting some gifts. Gotta get something for my brother and his wife. What are you getting us, man? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, my guy. A beer. Yeah. That's all I want. I'll get you a case of beer. Hey. <laughs> I can rock with that. What about you, Kyle? What you got? Um, I got the well, I got the Pharrell NMDs last week. What are those? You gotta explain. Uh, so their shoes, their the official names, the Pharrell Williams Solar Hue NMD. I think that's the whole name. It's part of the Inspiration Pack. I got the black colorway. Um, if you don't know what that is, rewind this and kind of just type in what I said on Google. Uh, they're usually 250 retail, but I got them on Adidas and they were, they got, forgot to get rid of some of their promotional codes. So people were buying them with an extra 30% off, which they usually never go on sale. So I got them for 175, which is a crazy steal on them. And I've already worn them like four or five times. So. Yeah. You remember when I came in here and I was like, you know, we should do for the pod today. We should just talk about everything we talked about at dinner that we just had. That's kind of what we're doing right now. <laughs> kind of. Me and you had this conversation. We're going to talk about our New Year's Eve plans. That's what we did. Oh Yeah, I know. Things are going right as I planned. <laughs> I mean, like 40%. So, <laughs> so, wait, are we doing uh, Cop of the Week is separate from the Black Friday Yeah, shopping? yeah, yeah. We'll go back and we'll talk about Black Friday a little bit. Drew just kind of like jumped ahead because that is his Cop of the Week that he's doing. Gotcha. So, Christian, what would you buy? That's my, yeah. So, this week, um, like I guess I'm trying to keep it kind of light just because I know... It's gonna be an expensive week slash weekend coming up, but um, I just got a bottle of Hennessy for the homies back home. 
Um, but for Black Friday, I wa- I wasn't a hold off with the iPhone until Christmas. But the fact that there's a three hundred dollar gift card involved now, see you at Walmart. <laughs> there's I'm I'm kind of thinking now instead of like a sound bar because that was what I was originally going to get. I was going to get the same exact sound bar we have here. I think so. Um, yeah, that's really nice. But I think now, I'm not 100%, but I'm leaning towards just getting the iPhone over Thanksgiving. You probably should. I mean, like, you're not going to get it on a better deal. Than yeah, that. no, yeah. especially you're not going to get a better deal. $300 back, pretty much. My phone has been so slow lately, too. Like, yeah. it's gone really. You have the 6, right? 6S. You have the 6S. I have the 6. Like, it's been butt lately. So. Are you Are you going to get that, just the XS? Yeah, and I know I know that you want to try to convince me into the max, and like I have bigger hands and I play with it, but like the XS is just like it's still my perfect. Listen, size. I'm really proud of all y'all for getting the 10s. I I'm really thought I really thought when you. we talked about this like six weeks ago. Mine was a different situation though. <laughs> yours was a little bit different, but like all of you guys are like, nah, I'm gonna get the 10R. You know, you can't even tell with the screen, but then you know you can tell. Everybody can I'm tell. 10R now. <laughs> just because Steve said I got a 200 dollars <laughs> gift card for that one, so I'll get it for 550. Man. Treat yourself. Get yourself the nice thing. That's the thing. Like, when you're comparing money, $200 for a phone versus, like... Why is that, Drew? Um, I don't know. Is the phone the most important thing in your life? It's not the most important thing. It sounds so bad when you say that. I mean, like... (laughs) Most important piece of technology. Most important... There you go. Thing. Because when you say most important thing in your life, it just sounds like, like Marissa. Thing, but. Thing, versus person, <laughs> listen, thing versus person, those are those are two big differences. Like, it's the biggest. I know. I know, but just up. the way you said I know, it. I get it. Like, I get it. All right, Steve. You're so what, what's your cop of the week? Um, Actually, believe it or not, this week I only bought one thing, which I know. That nice. Shocking. For you, man. And it was We're a grand really total proud. of $7, which lowest I think I've ever spent in a week. <laughs> Um, I went on Amazon. Kyle, Kyle does this thing that I really like the idea of because I've been going to the gym like every day recently. And now that it's getting cold out, I've been bringing my jacket and like, I want to put my stuff in a locker because why not? So I bought a key lock nice. for the gym. <laughs> yeah. And, and Kyle, I don't know if he has it on his water bottle. Or oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he puts his key on the like little mm. hook thing around his so, water bottle. So I'm going to do that too. Cause I can. Because, so the whole idea behind this is so I don't have to carry around a keychain while you work out. Not only a keychain, but, or if I was just going to carry around this key, like, where would I put it? A lanyard or something. Right. And yeah. then I would have to carry that around. And my whole thing with, like, being at the gym now, especially with this day and age and technology, like, I got the AirPods. I have the new iPhone. That's all I need when I'm at the gym. Mm-hmm. Like, I, when I wear shorts, like, I don't have any pockets in my shorts because, just that's the way I like it. it prevents me from putting any because I think that can kind of hinder your workout sometimes, especially for me and you running. Yeah, that's a huge thing for me. You know what? Something. Yeah. So running the same thing. Like I just have my phone and I have my headphones and I have my car key in my pocket, and that's it when I run. But now that I've started swimming, there's really no way to listen to music while you're swimming. I was looking online, like reading articles, like people get like an iPod Shuffle, like the really tiny one mm-hmm. from back in the day, and then you can get waterproof headphones, and mm-hmm. that the iPod Shuffle was waterproof, so. Huh. That like works. People use that for swimming, but I was actually looking into because I just want like a way to like. I don't really care about the music so much. Like that'd be really nice, but just a way to like track how far I'm swimming. I was looking to get like a Fitbit or like you know an Apple Watch or just something to like track. There's good deals on those this Black Friday too. The Apple Watch. Yeah, but yeah. they're only the Series Three, so they're only like the water resistant. They're not the. They're not f- like Fitbits are 100 percent waterproof. Yeah, and they're pretty yeah. cheap too. They're like 50 bucks. Yeah, especially on Black Friday. Yeah. If you want something solely just for, like, a fitness aspect, like, just to track steps or stuff like that, then just get the Fitbit. Yeah, it's pretty minimal. Yeah, and I'd only I really wear that. it when, like, I'm swimming. Yeah, I agree with that. That would be pretty cool, though. You yeah. should cop. Um, so, transitioning <laughs> into the next thing, then, we're going to talk about Black Friday shopping plans, what we're doing, what we're expecting to purchase. You already heard a little bit about Drew and Christians. Kyle, what are you thinking about getting? Well... Nothing, like, really on my radar, but when me and you went to the gym to play basketball, Steve, I don't have a pair of basketball shoes that I realized. So Incredibly, I incredibly, because Kyle owns 20 pairs of shoes. More than that. Did you say 20? All right, 30? 200. <laughs> no, not 200, but 22, I think. I was right on. All right. Well, okay, no, probably... What? 
Close to 30. Close to 30. Dude, no, you owe. You got to think about like. You have like 70. There's no way. No, close to 30. I promise. Yeah, because you probably have. We'll like go up and count. Like you don't wear that much. You should yeah. go up and count right now. Come back. Let the viewers know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's close to 30. Um, but anyway, yeah, I don't have a pair of basketball shoes that fit. So I think I'm going to go get basketball shoes on Black Friday. Nice. Me and Alex, I think me and Alex are going to go Thursday night, probably uh, like 1 a.m. But nice. cause that's when it's like the most yeah. dead. Yeah. Shocking. But yeah, I think we're going to hit up the Adidas outlet. Maybe go to Nike, but I kind of want to stick to Adidas basketball yeah, shoes. Three stripes? D-Roses? Um, maybe. D-Roses don't have boost. I want to try to get probably so I'm, I'm leaning more towards Harden's mm. shoes. We'll see. Maybe like last year's model. Probably it's, some, be on it's some Joel Embiid Under Armors. <laughs> I'm tell, me and Steve <laughs> were talking about those. that the other day. Steve's like, I can't wait for this. I'm like, I'm telling you, man, it's probably going to be another year or two before they come out. Yeah, it'll be a while. And I like I was saying before, like a lifestyle sneaker, I feel like fits him more. Yeah. If anything, like, like I feel like that would come first. Yeah, I'd be madly for that. I mean, he's still going to release a basketball shoe. He, is, he should. He is wearing like some high top Under Armour ones now. I mean, he kind of has to. Yeah. So, um, cop of the week for Black Friday for me. I'm buying a bunch of stuff this week. <laughs> uh, not and, and, and a lot of it really isn't going to be for me. I have to do a lot of Christmas shopping this year, so I'm planning on getting a lot if not the majority of that done because I know Mm -hmm. that I just got to do it. Um, Marissa and I still have to book our hotels for our trip. So I think we're also going to look to see if there's any deals for that. I also need probably a pair of shoes. Riveting stuff. here. Basketball shoes. Basketball shoes. Yeah. Or running shoes, honestly, because the shoes that I have now, like they're fine, but I'd prefer something a little bit better. Dude, I have to say, and I remember this is like when we first moved in. I remember just shaking my head. The first pair of running shoes you got here, you literally went on Amazon and got some <laughs> Tesla looking, literally some Tesla running shoes for twenty bucks. They were knockoff like, Nikes, man. You know that. <laughs> yeah, but I'll, you know, listen, I'll tell you, those are my favorite running shoes that I've had yet. Believe it or not, bro. No I'm way. gonna show you. You can go on Asics. You put in like a bunch of information, like your height, your yeah. weight, your running style, what you normally mm. do, trail running, like, and the narrows it down to like you know five or ten shoes that you can pick from That's spend cool. some real money spend like a hundred bucks like get a really nice I, pair i'm planning to because like now that i'm actually running and like yeah. trying to take it from me like i've had a foot injury now and like it's probably because i used running shoes that you shouldn't have used yeah like yeah. it makes a huge it makes yeah. a Especially huge when you're running, difference like, long distance yeah like I, I have my first actual run less than two weeks from now so that's kind of exciting granted it's just a 5k but gotta start somewhere i have my first run on not first one, but I have a run on Thursday. Yeah. I'm doing the Millersville Turkey Trot. Nice. 5K. We're so active. We should do like an active challenge. Like, did you watch the Joe Rogan? I heard about that. Yeah. How they, they like, like, they a, do a sober month and then they yeah. do like the, this crazy Activity. fitness challenge. Yeah. See, I feel like that would be cool, but like, I feel like we're on all such different levels of like fitness. Nah, like, I feel like, we could. Christian would kill us all in strength, <laughs> Drew would kill us all in endurance. Kyle would kill us all in agility, and I have nothing. So, <laughs> got power of will, man. <laughs> Determination. Man, not even that. We'll do honestly. a cash reward, so you'll be very motivated. <laughs> I'll train for a full. All of those things we could do. Cash reward. <laughs> <laughs> what if we we could do like a Spartan race or something? Yeah, that was, would be fun as yeah. fuck. I'm actually I'm thinking about doing one next year. There's one in like the end of July next year. That's like coming here, like a, a official one. I are really there? Yeah, because they're usually not around here. They're mm-hmm. usually like in Virginia or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's one coming. It's not like around here. It's like a little bit north. It's like near Reading, but does it happen to be like a Jim Thorpe or something? Something like that. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like yeah, we could do that. Dude, those are Some wild. Kind of those dumbest. are like you know how long those are. Uh yeah, they're like 13 miles or yeah, something like long. that. Yeah, they're long. And mm-hmm. there's like obstacles and stuff on it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not much longer than that. It's it's less than a marathon. I'll look it it up has right to listen to marathon. You do a lot of walking to it. It's not like you're running from there was everything a, to everything. Like I know someone who just did one the other, like last week. I think it was thirty miles. That's nuts. No, uh, I can't. Yeah, that's like an Ironman. That. Yeah, that's probably an Ironman. Because how long does a marathon take? Three uh, hours. Like maybe four hours for a fast runner. So I guess. this took them 
10 hours. Yeah, that's like an Ironman. Yeah. It was, like no, it was, called, it was called a Spartan race. I think most the ones that like people do like Tough Mudders and stuff, they're like 10 miles. Do you get to like, Yeah, they're usually, but I'm saying like some of them, like they have ones that are 30. Do you get breaks? That's like nuts. water breaks? Like, oh, I can't go 10 hours. Though. Yeah, that'd be like. <laughs> Dude, you gotta eat a meal or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they did it, but it was, it was 10 hours. That's crazy. I All right, do so that. you do a Spartan sprint, that's three miles. Then you do a Spartan super, which is eight miles. And then you do a Spartan Beast, which is 12 miles. So you do 23 miles. So it is almost a full marathon. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, dude. But um, it, it, it looks like the Spartan Super, which is the eight-mile one, that is like a lot of strength stuff. Like it's like – Right, that, that makes sense. You're, you're roping up a yeah. a slanted slope. You're crawling under like, ropes. I've seen people with like Tough Mudder shirts that like are not runners. Like they're big guys. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be, like, that shape to, like, do one of those things. As well, I like, mean, yes, you do. Really But, like, it's yeah. not, like, full endurance, like, yeah. as far as you're running and trying to keep a pace. It's more or less, like, okay, let's quickly try to get to the next, like, physical activity. Yeah. I feel like I feel like this is also, like, like, some of the stuff in the Spartan race is, like, um, Survivor. I've been watching that yeah, show all like, weekend, I- so, like, I just want to talk about it. <laughs> We're not talking about Survivor. <laughs> Actually, I think I think what would be cool is we should each try and sign up for the show. Create How would that work? I've only ever signed up for one reality TV show ever, and it was Dating Naked, but they told me I wasn't <laughs> old enough yet. And they tried no, wasn't, it, wasn't it Naked and Afraid? No, it was Dating Naked. No, naked. I would never do that. That was That's a miserable show. <laughs> you have to be in the wilderness for like a month. No, it was Dating Naked. And How I, do you think that would have went? I mean, I did it when I was 19, and you have to be 23, so I'm of age now. But the show got canceled t- like two years ago, so shit out of luck. Would have been awesome though. If the fuck happened, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> like, well, everything's out there now, so so here we whatever. are. Here I am. <laughs> no, I, I think I'm gonna sign up for Survivor though, because I feel like it, it. It's one of those things that I've always wanted to do. What if you get it, man? I would go. Bro, you would have not. to. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? I would. You'd man, be so I would manipulative. You'd be. Like, <laughs> I'd be like making alliances with everybody. I'd be like, all right, what's up? Yeah, that'd be fun though. That's like a childhood dream of mine is to be on Survivor. I so. used to watch Survivor when I like first like four seasons. I remember, I remember vividly. There was like I think it was season four. Some dude like fell asleep in front of the fire. Yeah, and got burned really yeah. bad. And I had to, like it yeah. was like the first time like they kind of like were like taken off camera. Like you saw like the camera crew like on the show like medical people like rushing towards him because like dude like fell into the fire and like his face was like burned bad. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it was it was scary. It scarred me. I was like nine. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that show was great though. So you guys should watch the season. It's pretty good. No, probably won't. But no, I'll take your word for it. Did you start that show? I told you to start. I did not. I finished Game of Thrones season four. Mm. Yo, I watched Mind Hunter. You guys know who David Fincher is? No, sounds he familiar. <clears throat> so he like directed or produced like Fight Club, Seven. <laughs> Oh, Facebook movies. Facebook. Uh, he did like a couple ex- episodes of House of Cards. He's like a really like dark producer, like really really dark stuff. Like mm-hmm. he, like dark movies that kind of thing. Um, so he has a TV series on Netflix called Mind Hunter. Takes place in like the seventies, and it's kind of all about them like figuring out what a serial killer is. Because hmm. like before then, they just didn't understand. Like it's the FBI. It's part of the FBI, and, like, it's a new, new unit that's kind of, like, understanding the minds of people and, like, why people kill, especially, like, these people who do, like, really, really gruesome murders and that kind of thing. So it's kind of, like, part murder documentary, but, like, it's a TV show, but it's, like, really, really, really dark into, like, the minds of, like, these criminals and then Is it based on a true story or is it yeah, just, like, Yeah, it's based on a true cool. story. It's based on, like, the actual, the two detectives that kind of, like, went around and interviewed, like, Charles Manson, have Charles yeah, Manson like, like all like the really big serial murders and like try to figure out. But it's a fiction show. Yeah, okay. it's really well done. Like sounds good. It was yeah. really good. It's cool. Watch the first season. I'm always down to start something new until I watch the pilot yeah. and I get bored and then I turn it off. It's definitely worth worth a watch if you got time. I'd recommend. Yeah, I've been watching uh, season two of The Man in the High Castle. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just finished season three. Did you? Yeah. Do you think it's so? Christian and I were talking about this a little bit, but like. I watched all of season one. I'm on season two. And, like, I feel like I don't know how much longer the show can go on. Yeah. I feel that. Is it over after like, season three or is it, my like... My brother kept telling me, like, oh, my God, like, season three was crazy. Like, something happens and 
it's gonna get crazy and i watched season three and i got to the end i'm like where's the thing that happened did i miss <laughs> it like i was just kind of let down like it yeah. i was too far committed into it to stop but season one was out of this world season one was really good some shows are like that and then they just go downhill like yeah. you ever watch heroes show heroes i tried that to had get Hayden into it, in it and uh who else was in that i feel like she was the only big name at the guy who played Jack in This Is Us. He's in it? Yeah. Milo, Milo Ventilic, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Have you guys watched This Is Us yet? I watched like a couple episodes. It looks deep. You would love it. Like, watch it with Kelsey. I'll be crying all together. Be like emotional. Be loving each other. Did you cry watching it, Drew? <laughs> Dude, I cried like 16 times. <laughs> I cried like every episode. It's like so sad, but like so good. You know what? Isn't it strange thing it comes out in what, April? Something March, like that. March March, 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 March. You should come down for literally just a weekend. We'll binge, binge the it. fuck out of it in two days. Isn't that what we did for season two? Yes. Yeah. Yo, me and Kyle are not going to see each other the entire month of March, basically. Why? Because he goes on vacation in the beginning and then I leave yeah. in the end. And then your wow. lease is up in May, or April or May. April. 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 <laughs> yeah. Then That's I got to figure out what's going on. Conversation right. for season two. Season two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about uh, what we were talking about again at dinner. Some New Year's <laughs> Eve plans. So this week I was reading through my emails and I'm a member at Xfinity Live. Not like a member member, but like I'm on their email list. We track you. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they sent me an email and they have this really great special going on for New Year's Eve. So if anybody out there is looking for plans, I suggest you get in on that because it's $75. It was all you can eat food. All you can drink, complimentary champagne at midnight. It was a really good deal. But was it, it was all you can drink. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that's why I wanted to go. Yeah, that's why when he said that, I was like, I would spend. We'd be doing two hundred shots. Like I mean, like there, I get there it, were no shots. But shots were the only thing that you couldn't do. But it was uh, all mixed drinks, all beer. Uh, the only thing like that I had against that was like that place. Is lit. They no no no. Listen, they they crowd everyone in there so much to the point where like you can't move. So yeah. that's the only thing. Like, but I feel like the fact that it's seventy five dollars would kind of deter like a big crowd from going. Yeah, like it would deter probably all the like Temple kids from going, all the other university kids. But um, the other nice thing about it, because like this is my other concern, is that there wouldn't be enough bar space for everybody. Right. That's what I'm but saying. There's literally like ten different spots to get drinks. Yeah. I know, but I've. <laughs> I've seen it when it's like literally packed and like you can't, you, like you literally cannot move. Yeah. Well, either way. So I suggest that somebody goes look into doing that and then you can feature on our podcast to tell us about how great it was because <laughs> we're not doing it. Um, instead, we're doing what I think is probably the next best thing. We went to Kyle's house, Christian and I. I don't think Drew went. Nah. No. Um, Christian well, you've went, been there, but I've been to your house, yeah, but I didn't go that one time. Yeah, like yes. where we went out and stuff. Yeah. So we went to this bar called Telus yep. in Lancaster, and it, it's a good time. So there's like this whole big nightclub in the back that I'm kind of excited to see how that's going to be on New Year's, and um, so we're going to go do that for New Year's. Anybody else have anything they want to add? We're getting an Airbnb probably. Yeah, we've been looking into the Airbnb. We're trying to plan something out there because it's a big group. That's the only thing. Like, yeah. um, last time we didn't really bring like a huge group. This time it's gonna be a little bit different. There's gonna be eight, eight probably, to nine, maybe ten of us. May, like maybe eight ten. to ten. Like we'll figure. Depends it out. on fifteen people. <laughs> no, twenty five people gonna be in the house. That would be crazy. <laughs> we're throwing down. We're throwing down. We're throwing a party at whatever Airbnb <laughs> we're staying at. So if you're gonna be in the Lancaster area, minds collide, get together, New Year's Eve. Whatever our Airbnb address is. We'll DM let you us. know. We'll have merch. What? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Free drinks. <laughs> Yo, one of the things I do want to do, though, is I do want to make some merch for real. Well, let's start. <laughs> I'll let, oh, I'll let Kyle you. make the merch, but I want, I want to rock the merch. We would we'll, be corny as hell if we all we'll, wore that shit out one night we'll together. Our emojis are our bitmojis. <laughs> bit like, the... Are you wearing a shirt with your bitmoji on it, Steve? <laughs> yeah, man. It's my merch. My collab. You got a cop. It'd be a cool like docking point kind it of. Would. Like, we got to get high like, quality materials. Yeah, we do. Oh boy, here we go. We get like champion crew sweatshirts. Mm. And Garmin died. Mm. Everything, the whole nine yards. Hoodies <laughs> and slides. Some mines le- collide slides. Mines <laughs> collide slides. The one says M. The next one says C. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, go on. Oh, man. We can get them some fire colorways too. All right. I want to move on to the Jimmy Butler thing. Can we talk about Jimmy wow, Butler? Wow, you're really like <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I just <laughs> you, you jumped over so much. 
Okay, we're jumping today. <laughs> You're 18. Jimmy Butler hit a buzzer beater. It wasn't game a buzzer beater. It wasn't a buzzer beater. Over time. It was basically a buzzer It was a game winning. Three tenths of a second left. Jimmy Butler last night captured the heart and soul of Philadelphia. And now he's our guy. He's, he's our guy. guy. Who's he's Robert ours. Covington? Who's Dario Saric? I don't know. But Brown said, oh. said, Jimmy Butler, he's our guy. He's our guy. He's our Philly guy. Yo, and the play before the game winner, that was even more fire. That was even more clutch. Like, yeah. Damn. Kemba Walker was snapping. Yeah. Yo, all the rumors about him talking about coming to Philly. Have you seen those? Kemba Walker? Yeah, it, the starting lineup would be Kemba, JJ, <laughs> Butler, Simmons, and Embiid. We talk about JJ Redick. He's just been like consistent. On. He has been so incredibly consistent. We need that. Yeah, he's been. Man, Kyle and Christian are looking back and forth. They're like, they're like, I'm Drew just... and Steve have full on boners right now <laughs> talking about the Sixers. <laughs> I'm just I got a jumbo. We gotta go. I've been looking at the Sixers, the poster over there, Darius Sarge, and now we have Jimmy Butler. Listen, all all I have anymore is the Sixers. What do you mean? Marissa, you hear that? All he's got is the Sixers. <laughs> no, 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 sports-wise. Like, all, all, all I got to root for. <laughs> the Eagles are dead to you? Huh? The Eagles are dead to you. Dude, you should get hop on the Flyers bandwagon. We're having a great time. Flyers aren't like the Gritty, best. Gritty, dude. Listen, Gritty. I, Gritty, Gritty, I know I said, I think I said in the podcast at some point, terrible mascot, but it's actually kind of fire. <laughs> Complete 180. Their, their social media account, do you guys follow? It's been yeah. blown up. It's so funny. Yeah. I love it. I feel like it was, like, everyone in Philly hated it. And Philly is, like, the kind of town where... We hate things very easily, and then it's like, either, like yeah, the Eagles, one side or the, the other. Eagles. Yeah, exactly. It's like one or the other, and then like with gritty, like we all hated it together, and so we all kind of came around like hating it, and then once we all kind of like got together and like we're on the same team about it, now we like love it. Yeah, like it's our thing, and everyone else hates it. And we're like, you just don't get it. Like it's a Philly thing. Did you see though that like I think this is the funniest part that the uh, NHL only had two teams without mascots. It was the Flyers and somebody else. And they were basically, like, pushing, saying, like, you need to get a mascot. Like, you can't just keep not having one. So the joke was is that the front office got together and made literally the <laughs> worst mascot they could possibly think of, which turned out to be gritty. That's awesome. Christian, you all right over there, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should hop on the Flyers bandwagon, though. Like, it's really lax. We could even go to a game. The tickets are really cheap, too. Like My dad has season, like, like, he had – not season tickets. He got a – one of those packages. So it's not every single home game, yeah, but it's like, like a, a half certain amount. Or whatever yeah, package. like I don't even know. It might be half, but yeah, he has two. I think maybe three. Does he go? Yeah, I mean, my sister went on Thursday when it snowed. They actually got stuck in Philly. Oh, wow. <laughs> my sister cannot go to school like on Friday because they didn't. My dad didn't go to work because did they, they stay over in like a hotel or something? Yeah, they wow. had to because the train. Like they were taking the train and they. Can we talk about that snowstorm? Was like way unexpected, brutal. I don't like think actually, it was I never that experienced bad. something. It was like maybe that. six inches, right? But like, yeah. I think everyone just didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal, mm-hmm. and that's why it ended up being like that's how it prepared. always that's well, like, how it always happens because it's the first storm. snow. Yeah. yeah. Well, I looked at it like the the whole week leading up. I was watching my weather app for like what's the predictor, what's the possibility that it's bad, what's the possibility nothing happens, and like the night before the snowstorm came, it was literally a point. Uh, 09 chance of being like anything over an inch mm-hmm. and we ended up getting six yeah everyone said like oh, you know it's gonna snow for like two hours in the morning then it's gonna turn to rain and mm-hmm. it'll wash it all away and then you know 10 o'clock hits still snowing 12 o'clock hits still snowing three o'clock hits still snowing and it was like sleet so it was like everything was just getting icy on mm-hmm. top of this like it was bad i will say though like i know both Kyle and Christian left work fairly early. You probably worked from home, right? I left nah, at 12. I was at work. Dude, I was sliding around driving. It was like a go-kart. I was going to text you guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was driving a go-kart. It like, was <laughs> horrible in the snow, bro. Fish down. <laughs> Yo, Drew, I'm going to tweet a picture this week of your car. Yeah, dude. So people dude. know what you're driving. Send me a picture of your car. Dude, I'm so close to the Honda Accord. You should get it. I saw it today. So pretty. You should really get it. You need a new car. I want to talk about... Bro, I'm tired of looking at the duct tape on your car. There's no duct tape on my car, bro. <laughs> There's no duct tape on my car. There definitely is. How's, uh, how you love in the Forester? Dude, I... Honestly, I'm like, I've like only experienced... So, like, the last... The first time that I experienced, like, a first snow was with my dad when he just got his Silverado. And there's a hill in our town... Going up to the heights, it's, like, super steep, and it's known for, like, once it snows, if you're downtown, you cannot go up there unless you have, like, a really good car. And my dad put on, like, some setting on his truck, and he's, like, watch this, and he literally floored it, like, 60 off the thing, and he was just losing it. I was like, Jesus, I was like, this is nice. 
So I was stuck in traffic on just 100, and I was like, I'm not going to sit here. So I just made like a right at the one light, and I went down like, you don't know where I'm talking about because I'm sure you've never taken it. But mm. I went a back way that I knew wasn't going to be plowed very well, like Whitford Road and turned on like Burke Road and then like went into like Westchester Pike and stuff. Um, and dude, <laughs> like no lie, man, the car is sick. Like I didn't get stuck once and it was barely plowed. There was no salt. They were like, we're just starting to like plow it, but right through everything. There were cars like literally all on the side of the road. Some were like sliding backwards and I literally was just right around. Like, I did not get stuck once. There was one time on when I was going down, like, and it was a sharp down that, like, I was, like, tapping my brakes and I was sliding, like, a little bit. But, mm. I mean, when you're, it's that steep, anybody's going to. Overall, dude, the car's a beast. And, like, I was waiting for, like, the first snow because when I got it last year, I didn't really get to experience it too much in the snow because I was, that's when I was job searching. So I didn't really leave the house too much. And when I did, like, the streets were already plowed, but. Mm sick like honestly yeah. man it's worth the money and the, the tires and stuff and they're your yeah, tires are pretty not even that much right the what your car payment no so i mean the the payment for the the, the car itself is like 278 a month and it would be more but i got it on that labor day deal mm-hmm. so it sticks with that you know normally it'd be like almost 400 i think wow. um but yeah and like i haven't gotten new tires since so i already have i just hit twelve thousand miles so my tires have hit 12,000 miles. Man, I wish I only drove t- 12,000 miles in a year. And I don't know how because I Ubered for three months, and I put on, like, 4,000 in the first three months, and I went to Pittsburgh three times. So, like, I just barely drove the last five months, apparently. Man. I only put, like, 5,000 or 5,000 miles in my car a year. I don't know And the year that, like, I drove to Pittsburgh a lot, that's when I, like, put most of the miles in my car. But, like, I think I'm at 86, and I got my car at 35. Yeah, when, when I bought my car, you were at, like, 72. I remember that because I was like, oh, like, that's not bad. I was at just under 55. I was like 54 or 5. I'm at almost 100. That's nuts. Jeez. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know where I drive. How far is your commute? How many miles? It's uh, 15. <coughs> 30 every day. For yeah. Five. Well, you know I mean, yeah. And I, I guess that adds up, but like. And you'd be driving to Marissa's. Yeah, and that's like. Or back home. 40 miles. Back home's 80. Do a lot of driving. Yeah, and then when I go to the games, that's another 40. Yeah. So how about Kyle was your car? Did you drive on the snow at all? So yeah, I did. I left at like twelve. I think Kyle left at the perfect time. <clears throat> uh, I mean, you beat it, kind of. That's, that's why a little bit, yeah. So there wasn't too many people on the road, but I was actually nervous to drive my car because my car is not the best. I don't know if you know anything, but like manual cars, usually, if you're not super experienced in manual cars, it's insanely hard to drive in the snow because because. The way it works, when you're in first gear, first gear has the most torque. Mm. So if you – you have to be really sensitive in first gear. Well, if you're kind of like spinning flooring wheels. it, like not flooring it, but like if you give it a little bit too much gas, you'll start spinning because most um, most manual cars are front-wheel drive mm-hmm. too. So once you start spinning, you know, like you can't really stop. Yeah. So that's – so it's a big thing. But no, my car did actually really, really good in snow. I don't know, like if I just got better at driving it, but, <laughs> but yeah. And then back to the miles thing. I always chuckle when you guys talk about miles. Guess how many miles mine has? He probably has like 150, right? 130 or something. <laughs> no, he has like That's 70. Right. You got like the, the huh? Don't you only placed. have like? Oh no, 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 no! You have like <laughs> 300,000, don't you? No, it's like 188, I think. I have 190,000 miles Jeez. on my car. Uh-huh. I remember you got your engine replaced, right? I yeah. did get my engine replaced, so that's another thing. But my car is 190. Was it like your dad's or your mom's before yours? No, it was my grandmother's, her boyfriend, his, his daughters. So like, was there an owner before that, or did she just drive it that much? Because you probably haven't driven that much, have you? I got it at like one twenty. Huh. You've had how many years? Like five? I want to say five or six. Damn. Let's jump around more. All right. Where do you want to go now? <laughs> New music. All right. What's everyone been listening to this week or since Friday? New music drop. Jaden Smith's album was really good. Yeah. I was going to start there too. Uh, what do you think is good about it? Because I listened to most of it today and like, I agree. I like it, but like, what do you think? Because you guys were all like, "Yeah, this album's like crazy good." So for me, when I first, when Kyle first turned me on to 
sire because I mean I knew of Jaden Smith from his first album. I forget what it was called. Was it VHS or VC? Something like that. Something like that. Anyway, it's like three letters. I don't yeah. Know. Um, when I first heard Sire, obviously when I heard Icon, because that was like his biggest song, I was like, yo, this shit slaps. This is like an actual banger. But when I first heard, like, even the first four songs in the album, I was like, this is, like, it has good melodies, like, it's melodic, but I was like, I don't know how I really feel about it. So and so, so I kind of just passed over it. But I don't even know why. It, something, it came on shuffle the one time when I was at just here or at the gym and i heard i think it was the song uh yeah it was a you like how mm-hmm. it's blue yeah and it came on and i was just listening to it like at the gym and i was doing cardio and i was like holy shit like this song is like the production is crazy the melody yep. is crazy like everything is ridiculous and so i like listened to the album straight through like in my room like with good headphones and i was like okay this album is incredible and i think with this album knowing like how to listen to his music now and like what to expect i when i listen to it straight through i mean i know his albums need to grow on people like he's not one of those albums where you listen to it once and it's like okay i know what i was getting i knew what to listen for this is the vibe i got you have to really listen to his album in like different scenarios and different moments like you said like it just came on during when you were running at the gym and like all of a sudden you're like okay like now that i've listened to this and like i wasn't expecting anything yeah that's kind of how i feel like jaden smith is like if you go in with no expectations, same thing with the other album that I wanted to talk about, Anderson Pock's album. Like when I listened to that when it came out, Malibu Paradise or whatever mm-hmm. this album was, I didn't like it because I felt like I was trying to like it too much. Like I knew his style, and I, same thing with like Jaden Smith. Like I kind of knew his style, mm-hmm. and like I had expectations going in, and then it didn't meet my expectations, and I was sad, and I never right. touched it again. But like when I heard another song from Anderson Pock, or like the same thing that you were talking about with Jaden Smith, like you heard it on shuffle or like at a party or something right. you didn't know what it was or who it was like suddenly you're like oh snap like this is really really good so i think and that's kind of what i want to talk about in the next topic which is what makes an album a classic to you you're just jumping yeah man, i'm just jumping today <laughs> Jeez. i just want to keep things moving and keep it interesting okay keep going so i don't know what what do you guys feel like makes an album a classic to you so, for Steve, it's just you know. No, I mean, there, as soon a, as he says top five, it's you know, it's, it's a classic. It's a classic. There, there's a lot that goes into it for me. Um, we in the next couple episodes are going to do a yearly recap. We're going to talk about top ten albums of the year that we we had. Full disclosure, that's coming up. But um, when I was writing mine out, like I really put a lot of thought into like which albums this year, if any, are a classic to me. And I think there's. There's probably four-ish that I will eventually see as a... This is a classic album. Yeah. Um, so why? So the the first thing is replay value, right? Mm-hmm. I think in order to be a classic album, you have to be able to put it on and listen to it, right? That's, that's the first and foremost thing. Like, I think about an album from this year, like J. Cole's K.O.D., right? Like, kind of similar situation for me like you just had with Jaden Smith's album or like uh, Anderson Pock's album from uh, 2016 mm-hmm. but it's like it was good but can I really listen to that in any circumstance and the answer to me is no right mm-hmm. so so that disqualifies it from a classic album but when I look at an album like Kids See Ghosts right I could put that al- album on at any point in any time and feel like I can listen to this all the way through mm-hmm. and I think that that will live on forever um, and I think that, you know, Kanye has created other classic albums. Like you look at my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, that, that album's a classic, right? There's, there's no denying that. So what else makes it a good classic? I think features play a lot into it a lot of the time. Um, because I think albums can become very dry if it's the same person over and over and over again. 2014 four Hill Drive, double platinum, no features. <laughs> Listen, that's and that, that's your preference, right? I I personally, it's just an anomaly. I personally don't look at that album as a classic. Me personally, that's because no, something's wrong with you. I, I you only like J Cole features. <laughs> I, yeah, I do only like J Cole features. J Cole's feature on the Anderson Pock album, you listen to that? Yeah, very good. Fire, it's fire. <laughs> I was gonna put that in. He damn. tells you like a whole story in like one verse. Yeah, it's fire. I love him. Um, what about you, Kyle? So. What makes a classic album for me? Like, the album has to have highs and lows as far as emotions go. So I, you know, I should be able to listen to it if I'm in, like, a happy mood, if I'm, like, 
with my bros, like when I'm driving down the highway. But I also want an album where, like, you know, if I'm not having the best day, I can put it on. Mm-hmm. If it's like if I'm feeling like you know like depressed or something, what what have you? Like, it, I want to have something that I can still go to from that album. Um, another like big thing for me is um, something that's not really related to like listening to the music or the vocal like um, parts of it like I have to have memories with it yeah like experiences with it so like a perfect example is like we're gonna go see Trav Mm -hmm. so like I know right away some people might not have like I know like a bunch of people are saying like actual words like not that good like when they're comparing it but like to me, that's gonna hold like a special, special part in my. Yeah, if you have those memories. Yeah, of that so concert, like when you listen back on it. So like, it is really hard to sometimes debate with people like who has a better album and stuff like that because obviously we're, if we choose to go to the album, which is, if we choose to go to the concert, which I hope we do, I hope that like, it's gonna give us a whole, whole new perspective, on that album. Yeah, make new memories with the music. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that because like. We all know how much I love Stoney, mm-hmm. but I think a big part of the reason why I love that album so much is because we were able to be there and experience the live atmosphere with it. Yeah. And that made Beer Bongs and Bentleys like that, that much, much better. better. So it's it's interesting. And then the last thing I would say for a classic album, like it has to be completely different from what everything else is going on. Like Okay. So like unique. So like what Steve was saying, I'll just use Kid Sea Ghost as an example. <clears throat> All those songs, like that whole album has highs and lows. I was reading into it on like Genius and stuff too. Like, I didn't really realize this, but it's like he, him and Cuddy are kind of like going through this like emotional battle, like through the out the album. Like, they start out really depressed and stuff, obviously talking about like he wants to kill himself and mm-hmm. really sticking to that line. But then, like, at the very end, it's like, um, well, that's off Yay, but like off of Yay and Kids He Goes, like it's starting off like kind of sad and then it gets like a little bit better and then like, you know, like reborn, like he kind of like faces his demons and then like everything, he, he like feels better, like so kind of like a story revolution like a- kind of thing. So yeah, like story, but not physically telling a story sometimes. Well, I can't really say that because I, I like a lot of albums that tell like a story like that too so um what's the name of juice world's album i never remember i haven't listened to it good riddance no, uh, goodbye and good riddance. Yeah, goodbye and good riddance i never remember it because it's like a couple words but um that tells a story hmm. like a whole story about heartbreak like him becoming famous and like she wants him back and like all this stuff and I don't know. Like I, I consider that like a classic album for the time too, because that was so different to us. Like we never heard this person. Like we weren't really used to hearing that style from like a young rapper, up and coming rapper. So like yeah, I'd say like good kid, good kid, Mad City comes to mind when you think yeah, about like, a story. Like yeah. that thing is like it's actually like you're watching a movie. Like there's sound effects and like you know voices yep. of characters and like it really feels <laughs> like you're listening to a story. And I think it, sometimes it's hard. That it's hard for artists to really come up with albums again because think about how many stories like he told in an album yeah how many story like how many other stories can he actually tell that's why like i always think it's a big important artist got to strike a balance between you know what they're saying in their music and then what they're actually living out because like the only way you're going to get more material to make for more music is like by actually living right so like, so, like when you tell like you know your entire childhood story it's like oh uh, well I told that story already in a song. Now I gotta wait a, a year to experience something else crazy. <laughs> there's always, happening. yeah, yeah. I yeah. Mean, there's always more stuff to like <laughs> pull from, but yeah. Anything that you're thinking, Christian? I mean, I'll keep it short and sweet because you guys hit most of my points. I can see I mean, you. I can see you. Like that's that's a big one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the one that he said about memories. Um, but I mean, just first and foremost, I cannot have one song that I skip. You have to have if you have. I don't even care if you have a hundred songs. One hundred of them better be bangers. Like not just bangers, but if you better score like a hundred percent. Like you have to be ten out of ten, twelve out of twelve, whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, I think the biggest one for me, which I know that there's classic albums that you know, I feel like 
even if you don't, even if Drake isn't like your favorite fan, like most people will look at Take Care and Nothing Was the Same as his classic albums, or just one of the two, you might just pick one over the other. Obviously, with Kanye, <clears throat> depending on which, you could, I mean, you could definitely argue he has a lot more than one, but Graduation, and then the same with, um, even you guys that kids see Ghosts, or, um, why do I always forget your favorite my dark, one? Yeah, my, my Dark Beautiful Toys of Fantasy, that one. Um, I feel like the memories, at least for me, like if, there's gonna be people are gonna have classic albums <clears throat> that other people would be like that's like a seven out of ten for me. Which if I were to go back and really look at even albums from 2012, 2013 that I listened to, that I'm like, okay, that was a classic. It really does just go with like where you're at in that moment, like what you've been doing with your friends or yeah. what parties you've been going to, where you were traveling, your whatever experiences you were having. And that's a big like thing sharing. for me. Exactly. I need to be able to listen to it and kind of have like some nostalgia and be like, damn, like it, it needs <laughs> to bring back memories for me. That's why when I listen I to, that. I think that's why too, I mean, why I, I favor Drake so much is because honestly, like, and like no bullshit, most of my favorite, like first memories, whether it be with literally with, with women or whether it be just like, realizing like who my best friends are or if it just is like an accomplishment in life or anything like when i first started like really losing weight like he was like one of my most listened to artists because that was right when like nothing was the same come out that's when i first started doing it and i think that's why like the nostalgia just hits for me because i'm like this shit reminds me of this many memories and I so i mean that's to me is the biggest point and then also um and you, yeah you need to be able to play in different scenarios because like, when you say a classic a classic is meaning like it's not like when something immediately comes out like it's a classic. Like you have to live with a classic, and then you have to be able to look back and be like, "Yeah, that, that album song, was great." Like for that time, like that was my album. Not even, mm-hmm. not even for that time. For for then, mm-hmm. right? Like I look at, I look at Long Live ASAP. I look at My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I look at Man on the Moon One. Like those albums are ten years old, mm-hmm. but like I still look back on those and I could play those right now at any time and yep. still feel like. That's have, my album. You have to give it time. You have to let it sink in. Like, I mean, it, you could even compare that to something like when they pick people for the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Y- you know, you have to wait. Yeah. It's not right after you retire. Mm-hmm. It's that same idea. Like, okay, like we waited. We're comparing this guy to multiple people. We're going to see how much of a lasting impact this person actually made for the sport or anything else you want to compare it to. Like, it's that same idea. So It's got to mellow. It's mm-hmm. got to yeah, grow on it, you. It's got to... It takes years. Like, it takes years to be able to call something a classic. And I agree. Like, the people that you surround yourself with, like, in high school, I hung out with, like, a lot of people, and we listened to, like, a lot of EDM. So, like, when I listen to, like, Skrillex's album, Bangarang, like, that takes me back to, like, that time. Like, that to me, because I listened to that album probably, like, 200 times in high school. Like, it's a classic to me. Like, I know every single line in every single song. And so I think it it varies between person to person, but it's still, like, an interesting topic to talk about. Yeah. Well, and I think, like, we all know that I'm not the biggest Drake fan in the world, right? But when Christian brought up, you know, Drake is a is a first for a lot of us. I feel like one of the first really like good memories I have with us as like a group is when what if you're time. reading this, it's too late. Yeah. Oh yeah, came out. And or and even like, what a time to be alive. Yeah, that too. Yeah. But when that remember whatever <laughs> that song was, it. it um, on if you're reading this it's too late they like dropped a snippet mm-hmm. and then like later that night the album dropped and we were all up oh until like woes. 2 o'clock in the, yeah. we <laughs> yeah, were all up until 2 whoa, o'clock yeah, in the morning yeah, listening yeah. to the album together like that to me that's when I was like alright these are my guys yeah I feel that and one more thing to add that I just literally just thought of that's kind of not as common I guess and I, I kind of just put this in here now and I, I feel like it's just come into play for me this year is especially probably because we've been talking about music so much and i talk about music a lot with people at work i think that i, I don't know if it adds in that it makes an album a classic but i'll just say that something that i think makes an album like incredible or like really really good is if when they tell the story like through their lyrics or anything that I f- let me think of an example to compare to so, like if you listen to I don't know, just say one of little Uzi Vert's um, albums. Like, I love him, but I feel like everybody's going to have, not everyone, but most people are going to have the same interpretation of his albums. Like, oh, these are just, like, party slappers. Or, you know, I don't really listen to Uzi for a story. I'm just like, I want to get fucked up on a pregame, and I want to yeah. listen to you. But for me, 
like it can be Jaden Smith Sire or any of Kanye's albums or anything. I feel like <clears throat> to make an album like really good and you want and have like a talking point with different people is that the way that that album is told through its lyrics that it has different interpretations for each person. Mm-hmm. Where when you can share your ideas about it and nobody's going to bring the same thing to the table. Like if every if you if all five of us here or even five random people were to listen to my beautiful dark twisted is there four of us mm-hmm. wow damn it uh i have no idea <laughs> where did alex go <laughs> Yo. um the four of us will listen to like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy for like the first time if we didn't hear about it no one here would i'm sure there would be similarities but we would all have different interpretations of what story he's telling and we I should feel like that's, find an album that's considered a classic that we have collectively not one of us have listened to all the way through even if we've heard maybe like a single off of it we could do like an eighties rock album. Like, it, all like a like Pink Floyd album or, or something. Yeah, like, like some. and then have that as a segment. So we bring it in and it's like, hey, you know, what is our take on yeah. this album that we've never listened to? What were your thoughts? What were your opinions? What did you feel? It's an interesting idea. Yeah. I was thinking about um when you were saying that kind of similar, like it has to appeal to a lot of different peel yeah. people too. Because like I always think about Bruno Mars twenty four karat magic album. Great album. Like Anyone from us to like little kids to like moms to dads to grandparents, like everyone can just like get down with like that album, which is why it won yeah. album of the year because it was just like it appeals to so many different people mm-hmm. and like it means different things to different people and having that mass appeal, even though like that's kind of corny and like what makes it, but like, it's a true song like yeah, it, it matters to have a, a big appeal like. My grandma's not gonna listen to Lil Uzi Vert, <laughs> <laughs> but she'll get down with some Bruno Mars Twenty Four Karat Magic. Exactly. So, and what made me think of it was the fact that like we've all listened to Sire, and I always thought that that album was kind of like the next step for his career. That was like him at his most creative point in the time being, and like I heard through his lyrics, kind of how he was carrying himself, whether I saw him on social media or YouTube or whatever. I was like hearing that through his music. And, like, I thought he was really telling the story about, like, how he goes about, like, creating this music and, like, the journey he's on and everything. But then you came in and you're like, I think he's telling most of this album through, like, the eyes of Will Smith. And it made me rethink everything. And I was, like, look back at Icon and stuff. And I was like, this is very arguable. Like, he could be doing that. Yeah. So. I love that. Like that I like, cool. I was running. I was, like, two miles in. And, like, I had that thought. And I had to, like, stop running. I, like, wrote that. And I'm like, what if Cyrus from Will Smith? <laughs> I was like, holy shit. No. Um, do you guys want to talk about? I think we only got about season one. All right, Christian, what did you learn about? Seven minutes left. Yourself about creating something about what? Did, what did you feel like was a good takeaway for you? For the podcast, I think. I mean, and especially just over the last, I would say four or five episodes, I feel like just letting everything flow more naturally the podcasts are better like even my parents people that like at work and everything just keep saying that as the podcast progress on they like it when i mean they they know when we have topics but they like it when things just flow where it's not like so structured or anything so i feel like just letting the conversation rock which is what's been happening this episode and like in our past ones i feel like is what just makes the podcast more fluid and is more like entertaining for people Mm -hmm. um from like my own personal creativity, I'm trying to like think of things. I feel like at first I was trying, I was thinking too hard of things. I was like originally going on to like either Google or Reddit and trying to like remember like specific things that I saw, or if I was just like going on like current events, I was like trying to bring something to the table. But I feel like just going about my week whether i mean i still do bring up obviously things that I've read and Reddit or if I saw online, but overall just whatever spoke to me that week whether it was like in music or a book that i read or just something i saw as i drove home or just something i thought about like bringing up things that are just like spur of the moment and just kind of jotting it down it always bothers me when i think of a pod topic and then the pod comes and i forget that topic yeah Mm -hmm. or like i'm driving home from here and i remember like oh damn i wanted to talk about like something like that yeah but it is i think a lot better conversation we just like let it flow yeah. it keeps me more organized too like I, I, this allows me to organize my thoughts throughout the week better where I don't just like if I just have thoughts or if I read something it's not just me reading I no matter what I'm reading or looking at or talking to people I'm always like what could I possibly bring to the pod that I think that our viewers and we would enjoy talking about so kind of keeps me on my toes with that kind of stuff too what about you man Steve what do you think 
I mean, that I think that's a big part of it is when I'm reading something or when I'm doing something, like I think about the value that I can add and like how I can formulate my thoughts in a way to display them to an audience, right? I'm not somebody who typically is speaking in front of people. I'm not somebody who's entertaining. I, it's a fun way for me to express myself, I think is, is really what it comes down to. And I didn't think it would be a way for me to do that when we started. I thought it was going to be something that I was just going to sit down and do. And it was going to be a way to ask for, for us to hang out. But I think as the podcast has grown and, and, and as we've gone through it and we've gotten better at it and we're figuring out what our flow is and what we need to do, like, I feel like it's just a good way for me to express myself and talk about things that I really love and care about and do it with people that I love and care about. So Hanging out is definitely nice. Like We wouldn't hang out this often. No. If we definitely not. No, yeah. Once a week. Yeah. It's nice. That's dope. And like Absolutely. we all see each other individually, but it's like we don't get together like this like we should if it wasn't for the pod. So. Yeah. Um, something that I'll throw in, this is kind of like a challenge, something that I do for the pod. Uh, when I'm at work and I have like a, a thought or something that, you know, might be an interesting pod topic, I just have a notebook and I use it for free writing, which is basically just like I write free right at the top and then like whatever the topic is, like I just start writing my thoughts and ideas and just like keep going and take it to like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever creative idea or creative space that I can go to with it and like try to just think about it as much as possible and send like the thought out something i do yeah no i like it for sure kyle so the one of the big things so i'll start from the beginning one you need to get some mics this is the first thing you need to get um (laughs) (laughs) no um but i think one of the first things i learned the first couple episodes it's hard to talk into a mic Do you you know what I mean? Don't get it right. So it's no, no, no. I mean, not like that, but like literally talking into a mic and realizing like people are going to be listening to us other than just like three people in here. Mm -hmm. So like it's kind of tough to like put yourself out there and show the world like you're yourself. I don't Mm -hmm. know. It's like it's it's tough to describe but like at first like you're trying to like joke around like you're trying to make it funny like you're trying to entertain people but i think by the end of this season we kind of realized we're just like having a conversation with each other and we'll bring in stuff to like entertain the audience and stuff but like we're us you know like so that was kind of like a big thing to get over the first couple episodes just literally talking in to a mic and being able to like listen to yourself afterwards and like not being, you know, completely embarrassed or like your face gets red when someone's like playing your th- like thing out loud. And I don't know. It's <laughs> and, and now it's, it's like a proud moment when somebody puts it on. You're like, yeah, this is me. Yeah. Like, like I made this. Cause the, the thing that I'm thinking about is like, if you ever had to make a video or an audio thing for like something in school, like it was always like so scripted, cringy sometimes. I know yeah, what you're like it's so cringy for like yourself to listen to it and you to put it. But like now, I've become so like confident and familiar with this whole setup that we do and like everything that uh, it, it's completely fine and like I'm so comfortable with it and and we're excited like, to grow. Of, yeah, like that's like, it. Like. I think for me, like moving into season two, like I, I want us to do more things with it, right? Like I feel like we've we've built a really good foundation and I'm very excited about what we've been able to do and how really we, we do very little planning when it comes to the podcasts. And I feel like based on that and like some of the success that we're seeing with it to this point, it's like I feel like if we actually put a little bit of effort into it and we made it more consistent and we did things that was more marketing based and we we got more people involved in it like i think we could really open this up and make it something really great so i'm really excited to see what we can grow it to yeah just based off of the fact that like we are doing this with bare minimum like for those of you who don't know how exactly we do this we literally (laughs) day of we say hey you guys want to record the pod (laughs) drew texts back yeah you guys driving up to my house we say no he drives down here (laughs) and then while we're sitting at the table, like the 10 minutes before we start recording, we actually write all our topics out. So when we're talking, these are literally just our conversations. Like we don't have these conversations ahead of time. A lot of the time, like we are just throwing ideas out, responding to them and having a good time. Off rip. Off the dome. Yeah, there's no scripts. There's like, we're not really following anything other than like a couple bullet points we have in a Google Doc that we have on our laptops on the table. 
So you guys are getting us. So, yeah. So season two is coming up. We're yeah. going to take a couple week break. We're going to enjoy Thanksgiving. Um, I have my run coming up, so I'm going to do a little bit more training in that. I know uh, holidays are coming around, so I think we're all going to do a little bit of shopping and hanging out. <clears throat> but we're really excited for season two. I think we have some exciting things coming up. We're going to change our intro music around a little bit. We already changed our logo. We're going to do some episodes where we're bringing some guests in. Uh, we don't know who yet, but we're going to we're gonna bring some people in and get some different perspectives on things and maybe make episodes a little bit more theme-based with those people. Um, and as always, I mean, we love the feedback that people give. And quite honestly, I'd love to hear what people have to say. Right now on Apple, we're up to eight five-star reviews. Nice. nice. I know. I didn't even do one. Me neither. I, mean, either. I, swear I, I don't think I did one. <laughs> so that means we're up to eight organic nice. five-star reviews. Who's going to be our 10th one? If you're our 10th one, comment, and we'll maybe send you a nice little prize or something. Give you a t-shirt. There's <laughs> no way for us to track that. We're going to have five people mentioning us. Yeah, man. <laughs> we can figure it out. Everyone gets free t-shirt. We'll Who wants it. a t-shirt? <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, that's it, everybody. Thanks for listening to season one of Minds Collide Pod. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Minds Collide Pod. Peace out. Peace. That's a wrap. See ya.